So we wanted to get some white jokes. It occurred to me a while back that, like, I don't know many white people jokes. Why is that? There's got to be funny shit to say about white people. I mean, we make fun of white people all the time. I watch black comedians. Like, we used to watch a lot of uh, Kevin Hart and Dave mm-hmm. Chappelle. They got plenty of white people jokes. Why aren't we running into them? Um, and I got some theories about this, but I guess I'll, I'll maybe get into my theories in a minute. But I want to hand this over to you, Teresa, because you did the research on this. And I was really interested, not just the jokes before you get into that, but what it said about white people. Oh, well, yeah, I um, I, I may let you down on this because I was in town. We were on Wi-Fi. I downloaded. When I say downloaded, I mean I went to a bunch of websites, opened them on my little phone that's not a phone. And then if you accidentally do anything when you're off of the Internet, off of Wi-Fi, it like goes away. But I do remember the name of this New Republic article, I didn't get to read it, about white people co-opting racist jokes. And there was like a really good tag, like a sub-headline that was kind of funny. Um, But I fucked it up. So there you go. Well, I remember you talking about how there was like websites that were saying like white people can't take a joke. Yeah, there's a... um, When I Googled like jokes about white people, there were a lot of articles that came up that said, you know, why can't this is the thing that it said. Why can't white people take racist jokes about white people? And it's not even giving a chance for white people to say like, well, maybe we can like maybe we have. Yeah, I just thought this was absurd because like, you know, as Teresa pointed out, Jeff Foxworthy. I, I went to school and grew up with a bunch of rednecks, and they loved his white jokes, his redneck jokes. You know, like, um, if your dog is on a, if your wallet is on a chain and your dog is not, you might be a redneck. <laughs> and if your home is mobile and your car is not, you might be a redneck. Both of those things have been true for me many times. And anybody that's kind of poor and out in the country, um, white people, black people, anybody, you know, they recognize the the familiarity with that and we laugh i just don't run into many white people jokes it's not that i'm offended it's that somebody come up with one and and the other thing about white people jokes i guess that i read you know that is something to share is that a lot of times white people jokes make white people seem like uh rich and powerful and uh you know all the things that we generally are. And so it's kind of like, (laughs) you know, just like reaffirming the place in the world of white people. So I'm not sure if they're looking for jokes that aren't doing that. Like redneck jokes, I think, are a totally different line of jokes. I think what puts white people in a different category in this is um, once you get past the white people can't dance kind of stuff, you know, it's sort of like what can't white people do? <laughs> the colonizers have, like, forced everybody to play their game. And so I feel like as white culture, there's kind of this feeling of, like, we already won the game. We didn't only win the game. We defined the damn game. We've so deeply defined the game that the only game you can even conceive of at this point is to get a place at our table Mm -hmm. to be white people. And so I think there's sort of an element of like, 
when other people like this actually this got brought up in a conversation people were like how come there's no good derogatory term for white people i can call them cracker i can call them honky i can call them wetico but it doesn't really seem to offend them like calling a a chinese person a chink or a black person a nigger or anything like that it doesn't carry the same stigma why is that and i think it's this thing i'm describing um it just seems like when somebody that's fighting to be you tries to insult you, it just feels like sour grapes. It feels like the kid that kind of lost, you know, didn't get picked for the team. It's like, well, yeah, you're stupid. <laughs> and I'm not saying that like, oh, the great white people. I mean, as anybody who listens to our podcast knows, Teresa and I are desperately trying to reject this madness. This is not a good thing. What white people won was a maniacal sickness. Um, that's what we've developed, and that's what everybody else. It's not just a racial thing anymore. Everybody else is helping us develop, but I think this is why white jokes and white insults don't carry that same weight. But when I read that like white people can't take a joke, I just felt like that was ignorant. That's somebody who's not really like thought about what they were saying. Well, and I also felt like it was, a, you know, of course, propaganda. But what like making a deal out of something like that can do to race relations, you know, like, yeah, why can't white people take it? So wait wait a second, you're making an assumption right out of the gate. You're not even, you're not even like cracking any jokes. Like where's your, uh, experiment? Mm -hmm. And remember the black lives matter thing? Yeah, there was a black lives matter joke book. Um, along with other resources for white people jokes. Um, and I guess <laughs> there was this ultimate joke book about white people, the special mayonnaise edition. I thought that was cute. Um, but yeah, they were doing a Black Lives Matter joke book for uh, raising money for, for supporting um, black causes, I guess like Black Lives Matter. So I don't know. That was just kind of weird. Yeah, I thought that was an extremely poor taste, not because I'm offended at white jokes. We're about to share some white jokes we thought were some of the better ones. But because, you know, when I counter Black Lives Matter and other people have said all lives matter, what they'll say is, well, it's not – we're not being racist. You know, what the, the opponents that say all lives matter accuse the Black Lives Matter people of is this is racist. There's a lot of lives that matter. It's racist to say one, one race of people the same way as saying like white pride, white lives matter. It's racist. And they're like, oh, no, no, this is not a racist movement. You're ignorant. Don't be ignorant. You don't understand. <laughs> but then when I see something like this, and we didn't even look for this, by the way. I wasn't looking to say something bad about black lives matter. It just was right there. And it's like, wow, you just proved the argument right. This is racist. You're not trying to move into a place where, like, we don't have racist jokes. You're saying, like, all right, let's get racist towards the white people. You're saying racism is fine. Let's just, like, flip. Let's use the same weapon. The weapon is not the problem. Let's just point it the other way. And I got a problem with that. I don't feel like that elevates us at all. It just dooms us to somewhere down the road, if Black Lives Matter is successful, that suddenly white people, after enough time has passed, after enough history is forgotten, that suddenly there's going to be White Lives Matter. <laughs> there's going to be the White Panthers. We're going to have to do all this shit again because we didn't learn. It's just stupid. And I, I couldn't believe that was out there and that the, the people in the Black Lives Movement don't call that out and say, that's really not the kind of face we're trying to put on our movement right now. Um 
You know what I mean? I know what you mean. There actually was a group called the White Panthers. But um, let's see. Now that we're in a really serious place. <laughs> Lighten it up, cracker. Uh, yeah. Get your honky ass everybody, some everybody knows there are certain words that only black people can say. But what are what what is a word or phrase that only white people can say? What? Thanks for the warning, officer. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, what is white at the top and black on the bottom? What? American society. Oh, my oh. God. How many white people does it take to replace a light bulb? <laughs> How many? One to hold the bulb and the rest to screw the whole world. Oh, that might be my favorite. <laughs> What's the scariest thing about a white person in prison? No. <laughs> you know he did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. And I guess uh, this one's relevant only because of uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. right now in the news. How do white guys satisfy their wives? How? They hire a pool boy. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, a joke. How? Let's see. What do snowboarders use for birth control? What? Their personalities. Ugh. So I was out true. west for a while. Most of the snowboarders I met were like real pretentious assholes. If you're a cool snowboarder, no offense. Or, considering the episode, maybe I do mean offense. <laughs> um, and I often wonder with this political climate, everybody being so sensitive and prickly, are we coming to the end of jokes? Are we going to get to a point like right around the corner? Is it already happening that we can't make jokes? Look at how many comedians, like things that 10, 20 years ago, we'd have laughed at. They were distasteful as hell. <laughs> but instead of being offended, like most people, just like, oh, that's funny. Of course, that's not something that, like, you go and do out in the world. But it's funny because of a shock factor or just that we don't take ourselves that seriously. Look at how many comedians are getting in trouble now. Kevin Hart jokes about gay people. Remember when he was supposed oh, to host yeah. the Oscars or something? Yeah. And there was all that bullshit. Um, I, I wonder if we're getting to the end of jokes because there's so many serious, self-important people. Everybody's standing up and like, you can say that about me. And that's really sad because I just want to jump in here, steal your thunder. Um, there is something like I alluded to earlier with Osho, like there's something that happens when you laugh and... It can be achieved by kind of fake laughter. I went to this laughter meditation thing one time, and I'll be honest with you, I thought it was uh, a little bit too close to, like, losing my mind. Um, <laughs> Is that what happened? Yes. But uh, but just laughing at a good joke, even, like, we talked about laughing at things where we're uncomfortable. Like, what does what does that mean? What does that do? And I think it's... When you have a really good laugh, it empties your mind. For that moment, that really quick second, your mind is blank. Mm -hmm. And if you're not allowing laughter into your life, that's another missed opportunity. And I feel like laughter is so healing. Like, I mean, there's mean laughter. There's definitely the laughter of like derisive laughter. But I'm talking about laughing together. Like... Jokes can encourage us to not take ourselves seriously. I've been around like mixed groups of people that racist jokes have been told and we all laughed because um, we recognize the elements of truth in it and the elements of just fiction, you know, nothing to get offended about. And I feel like that forms a bridge. We just watched this movie, Jojo Rabbit, that oh, I yeah. loved. 
And it was this beautiful bridge between the absurd comedy, this kid that his imaginary like friend is Hitler. (laughs) And he's like walking down the road, giving Heil Hitler's like he's at Disneyland. (laughs) I mean, it's hilarious, but it's also really dark, you know? I mean, you can't describe that period of history without talking about some dark shit. And I feel like that's what I'm talking about is like, that bridge, like the the laughter, the comedy, formed a, a human bridge, it brought a humanity to that, that if it had just been a dark movie, it wouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the darkness excludes people, like the Black Lives Movement, uh, Matters Movement. That's racist. I've been drinking beer. So it excludes people, but to start laughing, to embrace all these jokes, not just white jokes, I would have applauded this site if it would have been white and black jokes. That would have been awesome. That would have been a move towards something that I think is like, let's stop taking ourselves so goddamn seriously. Let's laugh at the police. Let's laugh at the black people. Let's laugh at the white people. It doesn't mean we don't get up off our ass and do something. It means that if we don't laugh while we're doing it, what are we doing? I mean, that whatever comes next, I want there to be laughter involved in it. And if you can't laugh now, you're never going to be able to laugh. You're just not. Indeed. Did you have something you wanted to say? You look like you were waiting for me. Well, I've got a politically... Well, they call it a politically incorrect joke. All right, offend me. A, a worldwide survey was conducted by the United Nations. The only question that was asked on this survey was, would you please give your honest opinion about solutions to the food shortage in the rest of the world. The survey was a complete and total failure. In Africa, they didn't know what food meant. In Eastern Europe, they didn't know what honest meant. In Western Europe, they didn't know what a shortage was. And in China, they didn't understand the word opinion. In the Middle East, they didn't know what the word solution meant. And in South America, they didn't know what please meant. And in the United States, they didn't know what the rest of the world meant. That offends me, Teresa. <laughs> As an American, someone who's born on this soil. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, a pretty that's, good one. That's a, it's, a, it's not a super funny joke, but I like how it kind of pointed at all the continents. Yeah, and there's truth in it. I like that, too. You know, it points at, like, a weakness in all these different cultures. Mm-hmm. 